Hi, this is Jeff Cobra, and we welcome you to this Disney at Play podcast. Well, Disney has stated that the 50th anniversary for Walt Disney World goes on until March 31st of 2023. But is that really the case? We canvass the entire Florida property to see if magic is still calling you in this golden anniversary. From new entertainment to attractions, from food and beverage to anniversary merchandise, we look at whether you can really still celebrate or whether the world's most magical celebration has really moved on. Are you still the magic or are you too late for Walt Disney World's 50th? Or has it been lost among Genie Plus apps, higher prices and changing CEOs? And will the memories live on for the next 50 years? Well, join us on this podcast as we find out. And while you're there, you may want to check DisneyAtPlay.com because it has lots of images, um, an overview of this, links, videos, and so forth for things that we're going to talk about as we're together. And by the way, you may have already been to the 50th anniversary. Maybe the question you may want to ask is, the, do we want to come back before it's all over? Was it really what you expected? A lot of people have been, frankly, somewhat disappointed that it wasn't more of what they had hoped for. And yet, um, is there still possibility to find the magic in all of this, especially as the whole thing is coming? To an end and i particularly took a note of it because one of the things that really can push a celebration aside is the holidays you got all the christmas decorations and lights and everything going on and then you kind of say well is it still there it can you find it and i'm happy to say that i think there's still a lot to come and a lot to see and a lot to experience and for me this whole journey has been a really good one to kind of reflect on on what has been magical about this celebration. And, uh, and so I want to share a little bit from the heart as well as just give you a sense whether you should come and check it out if you haven't already and uh, whether um, you should maybe come back before it's all gone. So do check out. And by the way, when you are on uh, DisneyAtPlay.com, make sure you... Um, you subscribe because that's one of the ways you find out that we uh, have podcasts coming and we do have podcasts even during the holidays. We've got a great little slate of podcasts coming and you're not going to want to miss it and it's going to be a way to listen to something as you're heading to and from stores to do that last minute shopping or just um, out there scraping the snow or mowing the yard, whatever (laughs) climate you live in. Any rate, let's begin with the whole ambiance of the celebration. I am here to tell you that um, the ambiance is more than just a decorated castle. Although, I got to tell you, the castle still works for me. It's still very cool and very magical. And I, you really can't celebrate the 50th without going to the castle, without having a picture there and taking part of it. One of the with all of that comes the bunting and the banners and and messaging along the way and all of that is largely still there. A couple of pieces are still mi- are kind of missed out. There was a 
a topiary cake and Mickey and Minnie in the front of the park. That's kind of gone. Uh, a couple of little things, but by and large, it's still there. One of the big pieces that they were going to um, really focus on were the Disney Fab 50 sculptures. And they are all over the parks and kind of hope they don't leave too soon. They are kind of fun. And um, with the uh, Magic Band uh, Plus, um, there's an opportunity. Sometimes you hear little things squeak out of them and so forth. So um, it's, it's kind of worth checking out and taking a photo with your favorite character. For me, um, there's some really beautiful sculptures all throughout. I love Figment. I love the Bambi one in uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom. But I got to tell you, my favorite is the Mad Hatter over at the Mad Tea Party. Uh, I have a great affection for the Mad Hatter having played him in high school. And I learned to draw him in sixth grade. He's, he's a unique character to draw with his hair, uh, wispy hair and his unique a huge hat on the side. It's just, I, yeah, there's a lot to love about the Mad Hatter. So that's one of my favorites. And you kind of want to find your favorites. The other thing I will say is uh, the Beacons of Light. They're still out there and they're still happening. They're kind of intermittent. You really have to kind of happen to be in front of the Tower of Terror at the right moment or the Tree of Life at the right moment. Uh, many of these attractions have created other presentations, such as Spaceship Earth and its Beacons of Light has a wonderful frozen um, element going up. But but that's part of the Beacons of Light thing going on, so that's okay. And um, Christmas one with uh, Tower of Terror, with the Tree of Life, they've added something for Pandora this last week, or Avatar for the new movie Avatar coming in. But they're all worth checking out, even if it's got holidays with it or some other element attached. You want to check out the Beacons of Light, uh, Spaceship Earth in particular. It's worth just grabbing a seat and taking the moment in. And I have to tell you, the other night I happened to be in the park taking my granddaughter out. And as we were coming around the one end of Cinderella Castle toward... Uh, um, toward uh, uh, Sleepy Hollow Refreshments toward Liberty Square, I I looked up and s sure enough, there was the Beacons of Light presentation for Cinderella Castle. It's, it's less than a minute in length, but it, it did light up and it, it was really kind of a special moment to, to kind of think it's it was still here um, through all this. So there is things in the ambiance that really are worth checking out. Um, attractions are a big aspect of what has happened. Uh, it could have been bigger had there not been an issue with COVID. We'll talk about the impact of the pandemic on the 50th anniversary. But that said and done, uh, last night I was over in the back corner of France Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. You know, really, that wasn't just an attraction built. That was an entire um, little district added into the France Pavilion. There's, you know, the restaurant, the kiosk. It, 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 there's a whole area back there to take in. And, uh, and the attraction, which opened at the same time the 50th anniversary starts, seems, this is ages ago, but 
but that attraction opened and you know it's for some it is absolutely a joyous adventure others don't care for the projection much but uh, many find it to be a joyous adventure. I just think anything that adds runs and attractions to Epcot, especially World Showcase, is something to be celebrated, something to be seen. I grabbed, uh, um, I grabbed a little. Um, uh, oh, why can't I think of the word? I was going to talk about it. Uh, creep. Uh, to enjoy while I was in the back corner there, and and it was a nice thing to take in. The biggie. Uh, there's also another one. Uh, they well, they've they certainly. By the way, the how you know what is offered is that it's shown you when you get into the main screen of my Disney app. It says 50th anniversary offerings, and you click on each of the park and see what's listed there. You also can see it in the brochures, the pamphlets, and uh, and there's a section there. So. So if you're not sure, if you don't remember the, everything we talk about on this podcast, remember it's listed out there and continues to be listed out there. So reference that when you're there. Um, one of the things they reference is Nemo, Big Blue and Beyond. It was changed um, in with all the good things about the original Finding Nemo, the musical, but it is a new offering. Uh, for all intents and purposes, and they list that as part of the offering of the 50th anniversary. Um, to me, I almost would have put Fantasmic in that same category, but they don't list that. Um, but the biggie, of course, has been Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. It's got a holiday overlay right now, but beyond that, it's had uh, Fantastic. Uh, just the regular show is so good and so enjoyable and the ride is so enjoyable you may not be a coaster person i would even say if you're not if you're a, if you're not a coaster person but you're you're there with somebody who is well just go through the first portion and and then opt out on the ride because really the whole showing and presentation and pre-show is just really the queue is all worth it and and i you it really is a big part of what was brought to the 50th anniversary now i think there could have been more for the 50th again with covid i believe tron was intended for the 50th anniversary that didn't happen i believe that guardians and other things were intended for the 40th of epcot well, they're coming on the back end at best, um, and that's a little disappointing. But but they're still coming, and and depending on your timing, you may get a chance to see some of those. So be sure to check out some of those attractions. Any celebration loves to involve food and beverage. And I was kind of interested in thinking, well, okay, can you still really get some of these items since they were first presented over a year and a half ago at... I think a couple of them have gone away, but I was very surprised by the number of things that are still available as part of the celebration. They're either listed or they were brought out at the, during the celebration. Let me just mention one right at the front. The Main Street Confectionery opened just three or four days prior to the, uh, the anniversary itself. And the whole look and feel of that store, the whole 
uh, food product offering inside the confectionery. All that is just terrific. They have elevated that experience beyond. My wife goes for the popcorn with all the, you can kind of add, put add-ons into the popcorn, M&Ms and, and uh, drizzle and things of that nature. And she is, she can't go into the Magic Kingdom now without grabbing that. So that's been huge for her. Um, one of my favorite things from the beginning, and I'm long overdue. This will be on my list next time I get back there. The Wild Toad Brat Burger at Friar's Nook. I mean, this is the one with the the pickle hanging out of the mouth and olives. For It just looks kind of like Toad. And it was just a clever little thing. Uh, uh, another clever thing was the Uncle Orville. Great big beautiful tomorrow Sunday, which sits in a bathtub. It's part of Anti-Gravities, which, by the way, has seating space in what was the shop adjacent to it. So it's a nice place to just take a break. My another personal favorite that I have is I get Bear Track Slush, which is sort of um, a root beer slushy, um, and it comes with whipped cream and um, uh, peanut and chocolate um, pieces on top, and then the Teddy Bear Swing and Shortcake. Both of them offered at Pecos Bills. These are just fun little things that are available there. Um, and and you can really get through the Magic Kingdom eating all new stuff while you're there. Uh, the Lemon Chiffon Cake with Blueberry Mousse at Sunshine Seasons in World Nature really was surprisingly good. I, I And I only tried that a couple of weeks ago. I didn't even, I never had gotten around to it. Um... And uh, and the Glimmer and Shimmer Churros. Now, Disney, Walt Disney World doesn't do churros like Disneyland, but they tried to with this whole thing. And one of them is just you go adjacent to the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway exit, and there's a little um, booth there, and they do the churros there. I That's probably one of the best places to get uh, churros. By the way, while I was at Studios, I got the Buffalo Chicken Waffle Bowl. At Fairfax Fair, it came with a brownie that was, or I also had gotten the uh, uh, Blondie brownie that was uh, another offering of the 50th. The the um, buffalo chicken, it's in a waffle bowl. That is not a 50th anniversary. It's just a new thing that came out. But I tell you, that was surprisingly good. The Blondie Brownie, not so much. But the Buffalo Chicken Waffle Bowl was amazing. And then over at the uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom, the Celebration Lemon Cupcake at Creature Comforts and Blame, Flame Tree Barbecue. Um, that was one of the first treats that I had had. When I was over at All Star Movies, I was surprised to see on the menu over there uh, Walt, and I'll explain why I was at All-Star in a minute. I was surprised that they had Walt's Chili in a Bread Bowl. Got a picture of this on the notes page. I really like Walt's Chili. I They offered it, and it was part of a menu of Walt specialties at um, the Crystal Palace. Now, since they've gone back to Winnie the Pooh, I'm not sure they still have those that menu there. But you can, I think you can get Walt's Chili also on a hot dog over at Casey's. 
if you haven't tried Walt's chili, I really like that. And I think that should be there long term. Beyond uh, the <clears throat> these food items that they've had, let me just also remind you that several major uh, food and beverage experiences, restaurants have been added at both at the start of the celebration and during the celebration. One of them would be the, well, I think the best one of all of these as it relates to the 50th anniversary is Steakhouse 71 over at the Contemporary Resort. It celebrates the Magic Kingdom's his heritage, especially in all things Tomorrowland or Contemporary Hotel. Uh, lots of great photos, lots of great imagineering uh, paintings and illustrations. And they had this, hmm, it was Concourse Chocolate Cake. It was like 15 flo floors or whatever number of floors is at the Contemporary Resort. Individual layers in the chocolate cake. So delicious. Uh, that's a great place to check out or maybe do breakfast before you head over to the Magic Kingdom. If you're still wanting to feel the, that's one of the places I would say you really feel the magic of not only Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary, but just the magic of um, the, the original Walt Disney World. You really get a sense of that there. And it's a, it's a great little um, location. Additionally, other restaurants have come up. Space 220 in World uh, Discovery over at Epcot. I just reviewed that. It's a couple of reviews ago. Um, but it, it is a new restaurant. Um, I have mixed feelings about it, but it, it, it is a new restaurant there that has been added since the anniversary began with um, the advent of Ratatouille over in France at the beginning of the celebration. La Creperie de Paris in World Showcase also was added. That restaurant and also the counter service area was added. Um, the Connections Eatery at the front near Guardians of the Galaxy. Massive eatery with a big Starbucks next to it. And honestly, the beverage place was open not just a few days before the celebration began, uh, the Coca-Cola uh, drink place. Why am I having a um, the beverage outpost uh, location? All those have been added um, at the beginning or during the celebration. So there are a lot of things to check out throughout Walt Disney World food and beverage wise. And uh, I invite you to do so. If you haven't done some of these things or you haven't had the opportunity, check it out. Now, let me talk a little bit about merchandise. And I have to, let me just start by saying a lot of merchandise has been showcased since the beginning of this anniversary. A lot of merchandise still exists. And in fact, one of the great things, if you haven't come yet, and you're still looking to come before it's over. The Epcot 40th anniversary, which I think in many ways has a better look and feel than some of the the um, the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary merchandise, particularly in clothing, that is fantastic. And you get the best of both when you go. So you definitely want to do this. I have to say there are some 
I, I, I can't say that I bought a bazillion things out of the 50th anniversary. I the, Some little things like the Magic Band Plus, I bought a Walt Disney World 50th anniversary version of that. I wanted that. Um, but other things are very special and particular to me. Probably the top of that list sits across from me on my bookshelf. And it is a Cinderella Castle 50th anniversary Lego given by my daughter and son-in-law as a gift uh, for my birthday at the same time the 50th started. I had so much fun putting that together and it's just a great little memory that will last for years as I think back on the 50th anniversary. I love that little Lego castle. I also did this crazy thing. I don't, I'm not the person who goes out and gets the souvenir pennies. I've done that a couple of times or started to a couple of times with my kids, you know, when they were interested in doing it. But I really haven't made that a thing for myself. However, they have these larger gold coins. They're like half dollar pieces in size, gold coins. And they celebrate the Fab 50 in um, coinage. And I have collected easily 30 to 35 of those pieces, maybe a little bit more. Um, and that's what brought me to the All-Star Resort the other day is there was one with the Mad Hatter that was available there. So both it and I think it was movies also had coinage. So I got coinage from both of those places. Yeah, I, may have, I may be closer to 40 on the number of coins I have. But I that for me, that was just something I really enjoyed collecting. They're available in all the parks. Some of them have more than one. Uh, like Studios and Magic Kingdom. And then um, <clears throat> uh, Disney Springs obviously has coinage uh, cases and and then several of the resorts, but not all the resorts. Kind of hit and miss on that. But now if you're looking for something less expensive and my goodness, after you've spent $15 on four coins and you multiply that times the number, yeah, don't go there. At any rate, if you're looking for something a little more affordable, Here's something I have been, uh, I have been gathering since day one, and in fact, I have several of the first years of them. But it's the park guide map. Make sure you get a copy of all of the 50th anniversary park guide maps. Uh, that's a great little keepsake and memory. I got several of each so that I could um, have them to store with. In fact, I've gotten them for the 45th and the 40th. I really, all together, <clears throat> I have a pretty extensive collection of souvenir park maps going back to, I think my earliest is 1974. It was the one just announcing Pirates of the Caribbean coming on its way. <clears throat> and I've had many, many, many more park maps. Over, I have an entire, entire file drawer of park maps. That's one of the things I keep and it's it's very inexpensive. Um the uh I didn't I, I got a Christmas ornament because we always uh, have different Disney ornaments on our Disney tree. That's a big a thing going back in our our own history and I'll remember Disney for that. I I didn't really care for a lot of the shirts. But Looking back, I actually did buy one, and it's one of my favorites. 
It's a 1976 bicentennial shirt. It's got Mickey Goofy um, and Donald as uh, the Sons of Liberty, kind of fife and drum and flag, and they're coming down. Uh, and it was the symbol of Disney's bicentennial celebration, both at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. And one of the th- cool things about the merchandise over the year although they've ran out on a lot of them, but some of them you still can get, is they would feature things like the Tencennial or, um, well, they I, they really haven't gotten into the 25th anniversary or beyond, but they have celebrated some of those earlier anniversaries. And that's been a lot of fun to kind of see this. Of all these things that I have to say has perhaps the most sentimental value is a piece of merchandise that technically I took ownership of nearly 50 years ago. Milton Bradley built a game. I've got an image of how the game is folded out because it's it's very involved when you set it up. But it's called A Visit to Walt Disney World. And I was with my family in Denver, Colorado, and there was a downtown toy shop. And I went in there and I found this Walt Disney World game. I bought it. I had it for years. My parents, when they moved and I was away to college, they threw away the game. Not happy about that. But lo and behold, they republished and redistributed um, the game as part of the 50th anniversary. I got to tell you, it's not a, it's not the most engaging game. But for me, it was fat, and and there are technical things that are wrong. They've got a haunted mansion that looks more like the Disneyland version. But all that said and done, it's it's just a glorious, fun little thing. And I, and as my grandchildren get a little older, that they can play games, I am really looking forward to being able to to do this with them. Uh, and another, you know, and to do this with another generation. So I'm very excited uh, about that. Again, you have to find the merchandise that really speaks to you. But I got to tell you, there's a lot that's out there. And if you're looking for those keepsakes, they're still available and there's still plenty to shop for while you were at Walt. Well, they wouldn't do anything, but make sure there's plenty to shop for at Walt Disney World. And they certainly have delivered on that. Can I just mention um, uh, the last, well, let's talk about entertainment because that really was the focus, I think, of the 50th anniversary. Um, one of the outcomes of COVID was the development of cavalcades. And that's really worked. It's Now, mind you, they kind of had something in the form of move it, shake it, bake it. Um, that would come out on the streets. I did not like that show. I never liked that show. It had been running forever, but it didn't get people out on the streets and interacting and dancing and being part of the party, so to speak. I much prefer the cavalcades that have come in its wake. And the 50th anniversary cavalcade, got a video of that on on the uh, Disney, at, um, Disney at Play site. Um, and... Um, it's little, it's minor, but it's it, it gets you in the spirit of the 50th. Bigger things were created for for this anniversary. The two major ones being Enchantment at Magic Kingdom and uh, 
that is, we already know that's going away very shortly, probably on April 1st, with um, a return to Happily Ever After, and I'm very good with that. But the, you, if you didn't see Enchantment, I think you're missing an opportunity there. And then Harmonious at Epcot, which I very much have enjoyed. I have found it very, um, very much to my liking. Uh, what comes after it in its wake is yet to be seen um, and not listed necessarily as an entertainment offering. But I think going back uh, to a review I did a few weeks ago on Cirque du Soleil's Drawn to Life, it premiered during the 50th anniversary. I think it is quintessential Disney. And if you haven't heard my review, listen to that podcast. If you haven't been to that show, go to that show. There are There is entertainment offerings that are, along with all the other kinds of things that, that are typical for Disney, but there's still entertainment offerings specific to this anniversary. You want to check them out. You know, um, I asked the question, are the memories still calling you? The question at hand is 50 years from now, or maybe if we don't live that long, 10, 20 years from now, when you look back on the experience, what are your memories of the 50th? I think I had bigger hopes for what the 50th could be. But as I kind of look through my images and my experiences over the last um, 15 months, I... It's, it's always been tarnished by the fact that it had to reopen with COVID. And so I've always looked at some of these things, like the fireworks, like the fact that Tron hasn't opened, and I keep thinking about COVID. But you know what? Time has passed, and there's not a COVID experience still there. Um, maybe if you come, you won't have that alliteration to, to the whole pandemic. Maybe you'll be able to see it with fresh eyes. Um, I remember being there on October 1st of 2021 with friends and family and celebrating the entire day there at the park and seeing Enchantment for the first time, seeing the Celebration Cavalcade, seeing uh, all, the, all the craziness of that day. I've had the opportunity to see those fireworks Enchantment with our grandchildren Every morning, my autistic son plays harmonious as we go to school. Um, that is a part of our routine every day. Um, seeing the opening of Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, very, very cool. And going with friends to see that, uh, who got us in early. Seeing Drawn to Life, which I just mentioned a few minutes ago. Um, and just bringing so many friends through the parks as I was going through my photos and I've bought, brought business groups to the park. Some of the best business groups I've ever brought have come in the last year and seeing uh, just the friends and family, some of them have moved away. Some of them may be coming back. It's been, it's just a great memory. And those are the memories I'm calling on as I think about my experience. I stood next to the castle the other day waiting for the Festival of Fantasy Parade. And Preston, uh, my son, 
my autistic son was standing there and we were kind of right in the shadow of the castle. And he looked up and he said, this is our castle. And then he went on to whatever else he was doing. It was so out of the blue and yet singular. And I thought, yeah, this is our castle, whether it looks like this 50th anniversary version, it goes back to the one that we've grown up with for so many years with its white and blue hues. This is our castle. This is our park. This is our world. I hope somehow you have had or will have still an opportunity to celebrate it during this golden anniversary. Don't hesitate. If you haven't been, come back. Come. If you have been, come back before it's gone. I, this is our castle. Come back. Thanks for being with us for this Disney at uh, Play podcast. Appreciate you joining us. Check out the Wayfinder Society, our Patreon group, and uh, take a look. There are some really great offerings. By the way, big uh, interactive tool that you get, no matter uh, what level you sign up for, um, you get a chance to uh, to uh, see our Pandora World of Avatar with the film coming out. You'll definitely want to check it out. There is no more uh, bigger, in-depth look at the at that land and attraction than when you join the Wayfinder Society and you get those interactive tools. Great things to enjoy and and learn about and plan for your next trip. Take a look at our Patreon group, the Wayfinder Society. And we hope that you are having a joyous holiday experience and that uh, that you uh, are close to family and friends and the warmth of this time of year. In the words of Sinbad, Storybook Voyage, always follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day. We'll see you real soon.